pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Well, greetings and welcome back, KB Creatives. I'm Stephen Canyon, so glad you could join us for another adventure of Manifesting Abundance. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. StephenCanyon.com is the website where you can sign up to receive updates and letters from me. And you can also find us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And also something I'm pretty excited about. You can start receiving texts from me and messages occasionally. And whenever I just have a thought, uh, an unction to share it with you, I'll just, uh, well, all you need to do is simply, what is it, Meg? They just text the word kinetic, right? Correct. To 31996. Yes. 31996. Just text that to me. And, uh, and right now, it's only available in the United States for now. That's Correct. going to change. Yeah. And then I will, just when I feel an unction to share something with you, I will be sending out a, a text. Yeah, and you can actually text back to those. Isn't that cool? Oh, that is. Yeah, it's not just one way. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. You look radiant as always. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, Am you, I glowing? You are glowing. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> well, what have you been up to? What have I been up yeah, to? Lots of, doing? I've been looking for books, book shopping, mm. frequenting some bookstores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going for some nice long walks, enjoying evenings by the fire. And now, one thing that I've noticed that you've started doing, and I mean, maybe you've done it in the past, but I don't remember, but yeah. you've been replacing some of your coffee with tea. Um, you know, I do it from time, every now and then, like, I'll cycle through that, yeah. I'll, I lose a taste for coffee all of a sudden, and then I'll go back, maybe months later. What kind of tea do you like? Um, Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Yes. Yeah, with a spot of honey. I have to say, though, I recently tried Duchess Grey, which Mm. I liked better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. did you like about it? It was more floral. It was just a little sweeter, naturally sweeter. I thought it was just really nice. I like hot tea. I like it in the afternoons when, you know, it's just a certain time of day. I feel like I just shouldn't be drinking any more coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It does have a lot of acid. Well, it's not like we don't already... Uh, drink a lot in the morning. Right. You know? I've got a question for you. Okay. If you could interview anyone, who would it be and why? Anyone? Any, de- dead anybody. or alive? Dead or alive. Anybody. And they could be a celebrity. It doesn't have to be a celebrity or any anybody that the rest of us know. Interview anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when I say interview, I guess you could just, you know, have, just sit down and have lunch with them. Just have some one-on-one time and talk to them. Oh Ask them goodness. whatever you want. Well, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question, though. It's just so open. I mean, there's so well, many. Well, you mentioned before, maybe maybe um, your grandfather on your father's side or somebody related has that sort of familiar... Uh, no? No. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, womp, womp. I knew him. Yeah. I don't oh, need you to did. talk to him. Well, you know, I was just thinking, I was telling you the other day that I was kind of in, in wishful thinking that I could go back or maybe talk to one of my grandparents as an adult that, you know, I never did it as a child, mm. which I think would be pretty cool. That would you know, be pretty cool. But then all of a sudden, could... when you start talking about all of human history, um, it gets a little ridiculous. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, that's true. I'm like... uh, all of human history. <laughs> 
I don't know, <laughs> Einstein maybe, or somebody cool like that. Probably. That's a great question, though. Well, and, and the further back you go, you know, the less recorded history is. And so even if that person wasn't necessarily interesting. Ooh, I know. Genghis Khan. How about that one? Oh, my word. Well, I think we know more than we ever wanted to <laughs> about Genghis Khan. Did you see the, Did you see John Jeez. Wayne play Genghis Khan? You know, I have seen clips from that, and it's it's the most ridiculous thing I've what would ever you, seen. What would you ask him? Why were you so... I don't, you wouldn't need to ask him anything. He was. He was just... He, he was that he was what that was guy. Yeah. <laughs> he well, wasn't so, a mystery. So uh, quick, you can, you don't have a name at the tip of your tongue now. Oh my word, my seat just yeah. keeps dropping. <laughs> you know those seats that like pop up. Yeah. You were just sinking and sinking and sinking. It's <laughs> As real, if I'm not short really enough cute. already. Okay, I'm just gonna stay down here. All right. Um, I, I mean the obvious one would be like Jesus or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, somebody with a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, but but there, but then again, like I said, like the further back you go, the less is recorded about history. So I feel like it would be for me, what would make it interesting was is for it to be more about the time in history than the person. Well, how about Donnie Osmond? You don't have to go back that far. No? <laughs> I, I saw something, it's funny you mentioned him because I just saw him pop up in a news story. It's like, Donnie's returning to Vegas. Oh, is he really? <laughs> yes. No, there's a show. I thought that was funny though. I'm like, returning? I didn't know he left. But you're right. You know, it would just be such a long list and it would take a while, wouldn't it? To kind of whittle it down and say, okay, these, you got 10, 15, 20 names. And then you say, oh, you kind of start marking them through to get to the last one. Well, I, That'd I be a think process. It would be. And I think probably what makes a question like that so interesting is more of your motivation than the answer. Hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. like what's, what's causing you to want to do that? I think that's, at least for me, that's the most interesting part of that question. Hmm. Not so much the person. Yeah, and you know, if you've only got one name, it's kind of like a genie. If you could ask a genie for three things, you know, you, you got to really think about yeah. that. If you're just going to interview one person. Okay, uh, so like for example, you know, you mentioned earlier today that they discovered twelve thousand year old drawings on cave walls. So, I mean, I would want to talk mm-hmm. to that guy. <laughs> if it was just one guy, like, maybe. what were you doing? The one that discovered it or the one that, the re- one that did, did all the drawings? Yeah, because yeah, that would give insight into yeah. you know, yeah. who we are and where well, we come well, from. Well, let's, <laughs> let's move on into some of the manifesting power of kinetic belief and begin preparing ourselves for it. Are you ready to do this? Yes, absolutely. Well, let's move into uh, our presence right now and prepare for this podcast today. And just and really quick, I know yeah. that you know you do this because... It's. I just wanted you to give us the thumbnail, you know, twenty second version of why we prepare this way. Well, because there's distractions, right? I mean, and depending on where we are in our day. For example, if you've just turned on the podcast and you're racing home from work, well, carrying a lot of extra bag, mental baggage with us. So we need to clear ourselves of thoughts, what we're coming from, maybe what we're racing to, to come into the present moment, to begin focusing on. We're just having a sense of presence, freeing our minds so that we can hear and really, really listen. Because what we're going to talk about today, oh my gosh, it's just life-changing. And, and these words and these thoughts, when meditated on properly, the substance of the wisdom for these things will become us if we will allow it. We come into the present moment, come into this moment, release thoughts of the future, 
release the noisy chatter of all of the past and just be right here, right now, in the present moment and become aware of your sensory presence. How does your body feel? Notice what you're seeing around you. Don't define any of it with words and just allow what you see to, to be a form. It just is. And don't define it. Just allow it to be and to be in this moment with you. And notice what it is that you're hearing right now. Don't believe anything about the sound. Just let it be. Intensify this present moment and your awareness with the, well, with the expectation and with the gratitude that something very powerful is about to occur in your life. Right now is the moment. Something unforgettable is about to happen to you. Breathe in and exhale. Increase awareness of the importance of this moment. Nothing else is going on in your mind. Enter into awareness in between thoughts. Now bring the image of your purpose with clarity into this moment. There you are. Oh, you're living the life. You see it clearly. Remind yourself of exactly what your purpose is and what life you are advancing to become. See life in your purpose is already done, which you're so grateful for. All this is not wishful thinking, not at all. This is the present moment of who you really are. Not what they've said, not what others expect of you, but who you really are. This moment is enough. Uh, it's more than enough to contain all that you are. Let your muscles go soft and release every tension in your body. Breathe in. Cleansing breath. Breathe out. You're still holding some tension in your shoulders. Release it. Drop, drop your shoulders. Focus on letting each and every muscle be soft. Keep your frame and your, your spine upright. Remain in the present moment while the thread that's holding you up is not an act of your willpower. It's life energy in your body. Feel the presence of your life energy in this moment. It feels good. 
It's the substance of joy. Deep breath in. Let it out. Breathe in. Let it out. Well, let's talk about attracting the biggest idea into our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, most people fail to really consider to think about their biggest dreams. I mean, they just don't do it. And, and those dreams actually really becoming a reality in their lives. And it's because most are so easily misled by a false sense of duty or obligation to other people. Look, to to live our best life, don't ever, ever presuppose that you owe anyone anything that would prevent you from living your dream. Something that would stand in the way of actually having your dream materialize for you to be able to enjoy and live. And this is the first step to loving yourself properly, by the way. And when we love someone properly, we're true to them, right? Mm. If we are loving someone properly, then we're being true to them. Be true to ourselves, and we cannot be false to anyone else. And then once we have determined our mission within our soul, we form the highest viewpoint for journaling. And we keep the thought forms of our journaling before our eyes. Don't just write it down and toss, toss the journal to the side. Keep it before your eyes. Begin seeing those thought forms as the real, true Uh, you and everything that's true about you and believe it. Look, we close our hearing to all conflicting suggestions as we're going into this process of kinetically believing to improve our lives. And if people people in our life or if you're in your life, if they just think you're foolish for thinking big and you're just some kind of a dreamer, then use all of that border bullying for motivation. Mm. I've done that my entire life. And, yeah. and I mean, I've had a lot in my life. And I just turn it right around and use it for motivation. Yeah. Well, and I have to say that even just the notion of the title of today's podcast is so powerful because it's sort of our default setting when we think about manifesting something, to manifest something, something, some, some you know, a house or a physical object. And so I love this idea of manifesting an, an idea that's so powerful, you know, but isn't that it that just as soon as we come up with a, a plan for our lives, um, it does seem like everybody around us has something negative to say about it. You know, they're just waiting there to sort of pounce all over this thing you're excited about. So, um, you know, yes, we can just close our hearing to all those conflicting suggestions. That's one of the things that we can count on in this life, isn't it? Yes. Is is negativity. Yeah. <laughs> negative Ned, com- negative right. Nancy. At least you can prepare for it, though. You so know it's coming. Expect, and that, yeah. that's key, Megan, is expecting it. Right. Expecting it, not desiring it, but just so that we're not surprised or disappointed or angry or upset or bitter in any of those things when it shows up in our life. Well, let's talk about the creative power of the imagination and exactly what it is. I mean, this is fundamental to becoming a successful kinetic believer to attract and manifest whatever we should desire into our lives. You know, some people are unable to bring an image, an actual image into their mind, even uh, familiar places or family members. I mean, there's an actual... Uh, name for this, and researchers have have uh, referred to this inability as a fantasia. 
I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. not to worry if you have something called a fantasia, and which is basically not being able to see an image with your eyes closed, hmm. and actually, uh, which has actually nothing to do with the creative imagination. So don't worry. That's good news. I mean, there are actually people yeah. that if you tell them to close your eyes, now imagine a, a tomato, mm-hmm. and they can't see one. Or even the face of, of someone close to them. They can't actually see it mm. as clearly as someone that doesn't have this condition. But this has nothing to do with the kind of imagination that manifests wow. into our lives. Not being able to see an image with your eyes closed actually has got nothing to do at all with creative imagination. That feels surprising, to be honest. <laughs> it seems, well, seems like that would be necessary. But is this, maybe there's a different type of imagination you're getting us into today. That's exactly right. Well, have you ever heard of Brian Froud? No. Brian Froud, he's a fantasy illustrator. And he has uh, a fantasia. But he's known for being the conceptual designer of the films uh, The Dark Crystal and The Labyrinth, which I thought was such a cool movie. I love The first time I saw it, but a long time ago. You remember The Labyrinth? Yes. I mean, it had um, David Bowie, Jennifer Connelly in it. Well, it it was... Any movie with David Bowie is going to be amazing. (laughs) And Jennifer Connelly. Yes. Right? But it was Froud that suggested to Jim Henson, the director, that the film should feature goblins. (laughs) I mean, here's a guy with a fantasy. He He can't imagine or he can't see images with his eyes closed. But uh, Brian said that he thought of a, a baby being surrounded by goblins, which, of course, was a strong, really strong visual image. Mm. But it was Froud's insight, his imaginative insight, after all that, you know, of course, everybody knows goblins steal babies, right? <laughs> I mean, that's who doesn't know that? But he knew it. <laughs> and he, that provided the basis for, um, for the labyrinth, for the film's plot. But Brian Froud, with a fantasia, was a fantasy illustrator. Wow. Now, how is this possible? It's because the imagination is created by situational thoughts and not photographs. Hmm. Using situational thought, Froud, one of the most preeminent visualizers in the world of uh, fairy and folktale, but he was using storytelling and situational thought he created the artwork for, for, oh my gosh, Once Upon a Time. He made a career of collaborating with one of the greatest imaginations, that of Jim Henson, the puppeteer, uh, years ago. He's the, he's the guy that came up with all of that wonderful puppeteer uh, shows. He created The Dark Crystal, the, the Storyteller, which went on to be a TV series, the, uh, Little Nemo. I mean, are you kidding me? Adventures in, uh, what was that, Slumberland. <laughs> the, the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus and uh, the live action film Peter Pan. Wow. Now, how's that for an imagination? And all this was the concept for uh, Disney's film also, Pete's Dragon that he did. But wow. <laughs> that, that, just, that just completely shoots down the idea that if, you, if you've got a fantasy that you can't imagine, it has nothing at all to do with creative imagination. You can almost see it as being helpful if you think about it that way, because the, you know, what you're describing is a deep, meaningful, imaginative, creative process. And you don't get hung up on all of the shallow thoughts of just, you know, picturing a red car. Um, But it causes you to go deeper, you know, and I just I think that's amazing that even though he couldn't imagine the image of those things with his eyes closed, you know, he's he's one of the most 
prolific imaginary visionaries in the world today. I mean, that's that's fantastic, isn't it? No human being that can can find their way to the store and back, and or even know that you couldn't find your way to the store and back, is handicapped with an imagination. No, so the issue is this: is a personal vision the missing link between you and your dreams? Mm. This is the key question today. Are you lacking the big idea of imagination? Begin if 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 you are, and and quite frankly, a lot of people are. We you know we tend to think according to what we see around us and in practical terms, but not beyond that. Begin this way by creating your big idea journal. If you're already journaling, if you've got one of the Kinetic Belief Manifesting Law of Attraction journals, turn it into a big idea journal where you construct thought forms by journaling the big picture, the huge picture of your dreams. The Kinetic Believer has, has to be ready to do whatever it takes to receive their desire. Are you, so are, are you ready to pack your emotional bags, clean out your perspective garage, and creatively begin writing to see? Yes. Because the answer <laughs> needs to be yes, yes, absolutely. Because if you're not ready, then there's no need to, to uh, even pretend like you are. Don't I would begin. close your journal and don't even pick it back up until you can say, absolutely, I am ready to do this. And do this and your passion for beauty and love, joy, happiness, and all those things will absolutely become you. And that's an interesting idea, isn't it? That preparation and making sure that you're willing and ready to to go on this journey in a, in a real tangible way. I remember you and I, we read some story one time about this little boy and I think he was, he was really young. I mean, like three, you know, really just a baby. And he, he ran away from home. He, was, he wanted to go somewhere that he had heard of from a friend. And they finally found him, you know, 30 minutes away from his house. And he had a huge backpack on, and it, was, it had a candy bar in it. <laughs> you know, right. a candy bar for this long, arduous journey he's preparing for. <laughs> but isn't that what so many of us do? We say, well, okay, let's do this. I'm going to change my life. I'm doing this. But, you know, we're so ill-prepared and we're, and we're not in the posture quite yet. So preparation is, it's, it seems like it's just a huge piece of the puzzle. And the word you used uh, very early on in that was the word willingness. Without willingness, you're not going anywhere. Willingness puts the candy bar in the backpack and says, I'm, I'm going. I don't have all the answers. I don't need to attend committee meetings. I'm on my way. Why? Because I'm willing. Now, the most powerful way that we can see manifesting power And great change in our life is by becoming crystal clear on our personal vision. Absolutely clear. You know, it's just sad to say that it isn't uh, often that someone can say they're actually living the dream. When asked, you know, living well below our deep, passionate desires, that's actually expected by most people. Even right out of college, right after preparation, and then we tend to, most people tend to sort of seek the lowest level, just like water. The least amount that is expected is usually the least amount of effort that's put forward on a daily basis. Well, and those are the visuals that we're faced with all the time, too, aren't they? I mean, you know, you're not, um, it, would, it would probably be super helpful if we were just surrounded by everyone living their best life and vibrant and creative and full of joy and, and, and livelihood, you know, their livelihood is their passion. And so, you know, having to sort of put aside most of the things that we're seeing on a daily basis is That's, huge. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you know, each one of us was created for a purpose and a purpose that includes fulfilling the great plans that we were each created for. 
that original creative plan is only half of the equation. In other words, we've been given the authority to be able to believe what we will see, to believe for abundantly more, or without effort, we just become less. But again, our part is only half of it. The law of attraction actually produces the other half of it. Without effort, we become less. Uh, that's it, it just it seems so easy, doesn't it? I mean, all any of us actually have to do is to choose what we believe and then, of course, hold on to those beliefs. But our lives will unfold then just to reveal what exactly and specifically we're, we're even believing for. Yeah, we're each a, all of us are spiritual beings. You see, we're, we're having this natural experience while we're here. We did not come into the natural to simply be some kind of a placeholder for something else. No, a spiritual being having a natural, uh, having some kind of a placeholder experience, that wasn't the original intention for any of us. In other words, just going through life and around in a little circle, just doing the same thing over and over and over by rote, that is not the original intention for any of us. Likewise, there, there are no spiritual birth defects. Whatever defect there may be occurs in, uh, during the natural experience of life. And even after someone may have screwed a lot of things up in this life, still, spiritually speaking, the essence of who we are, wrapped up in that genius of purpose that we came into this world with, is still perfect. And it's still that the desire is still within to advance to uh, the, the mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. That's the direction that we want to go naturally, spiritually. Every creative creator and every person that's ever lived or is living is a creative creator. And each one comes into the natural with a genius of purpose. And each purpose now is filled with a treasure chest of abundance. When our purpose becomes our purpose, that chest, when open, overflows with prosperity and peace, joy, happiness, love, and good health. Just imagine the substance of all those things surrounding us and becoming us. And each treasure chest of purpose is unlocked by the desire of belief. So when we're living a life that aligns with a substance of love, for example, our desires and thoughtful dreams come from the spiritual DNA of our purpose and into our souls. But, you know, so often many will find themselves stuck in just not achieving the things that they just so deeply desire for their lives. The things that they want, they just aren't showing up. They're not manifesting. Right. And look, if that's one of our listeners today, just let me ask you a question. What if there was a clear difference between those who manifest their goals and their dreams and those who continue living the same life day after day? And it's a difference that is so simple that even a child could do it and see results. Would you be interested? <laughs> because, <laughs> yes. because there is. You know, I've always loved uh, the comparison that you give us of childlike faith, of belief, because, I mean, that's it's the kind of belief that gets results in our lives. I mean, a, a child just believes. They just do it. As a child, they, they don't doubt. You know, they're rarely worried. And 
really they're not they're really not afraid when it comes to the what of of their belief right you know a child just believes yes <laughs> they just they just believe i just believe they don't know what they just, <laughs> well we come into this world as believing we're just yeah. believing that's what we do i just imagine you know, my, my parents say we're going to the amusement park tomorrow and i go i don't believe you yeah, it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, no way. But now if I say it, <laughs> oh, right. you might be, well, I don't believe you. No, I, I would still believe you. Oh, well. <laughs> I wouldn't. Right. I'm a, I'm a child well, all of a sudden. Not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> I wish they were open. I do, too. I, we all need a good roller coaster. Don't we? To get off of this one. <laughs> we need a real one. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, it's a profound um, connection that a child has to the essence of belief, isn't it? Yeah, a child just believes. In a study, a professor at Virginia Tech uncovered some really illuminating statistics. And he, when he asked a large group of people, he said, what are, your, what are your goals for your life? And this is what he found. He's, he said that 80% that were asked that question didn't have goals for their future, 80%. 16% had some goals, but they had never written them down. So don't you know that those were changing all the time? Right. 4% had actually written down their goals, but they never looked at them. Again, <laughs> they probably couldn't tell you where they were. Maybe, yeah, I don't know what I did with yeah. them. I wrote, yeah, I did write them down on the bus the other day. <laughs> 1%, Megan, had written down their goals and said that they looked at them regularly. Wow. Who, who is this 1% who write goals and look at their goals regularly? Well, in his study, they were not only millionaires... But they had also achieved the attraction of their goals that they regularly wrote the big idea of. Wow. Would you like to be in this elite group of high achievers? Because you can, everybody. And the way to move into the most successful 1% of people is by using a visionary journal. Create your personal big idea of imagination journal. This takes it so many steps further than a vision board, for example. Mm. You know, a vision board is a collection of images and words or objects that represents the dreams and the goals that we have for our life. And the visionary journal takes those images from a vision board, and not just the simple ones, but also those that may seem, well, just impossible right now. Well, it takes all those images and you, you write to construct the highest viewpoint for each image. And your creative writing, it just unfolds a representation of the life that you've always wanted to live, the life that you've always dreamed of experiencing. You know, our dreams are placed inside of us by our creator's desire for abundant life. In other words, some people call it the heart's desire. We don't actually know what that heart's desire is, but it starts with the, the cognitive, conscious uh, awareness of, what's, of what something is that we do desire. And then as we put action toward our belief to attract through gratitude the thing that we're desiring, when done properly and our gratitude is unwavering, it always ends up being bigger and better than anything that we could have thought of or imagined. Isn't that cool? So our dreams are placed there by our Creator's desire for us to enjoy an abundant life. Then journaling is the imperative action of imagination, forming new vision for the future and attracting what we imagine to see. Imagination is the action of forming new ideas. Because if we don't have a vision of where we want to go, for example, well, we, we likely 
<laughs> we're not going to go anywhere. What you just said is so powerful. It really stood out. Imagination is the action of forming new ideas. Um, you know, I've always found that to be true for me. When I when I center myself to to think about possibilities, I, I never, I don't consider why something might not work for mm-hmm. me. You know, that's the action mm-hmm. I'm, ta- I'm taking for forming new ideas. That's, that's me creating new thoughts, and, and I'm doing it with my imagination. Yeah, well, you know, here's how, to, here's how to begin imagining, to attract the life that you've always wanted. Identify your desires, and well, let's call that the big idea of imagination. Identifying our vision for 2021, that's a great place to start, isn't it? It's an essential step toward attracting the goals of our desires. You know, you may have a vision to become, for example, debt-free or buy a house, write a book, get healthy, take dance lessons. Mm. You know, we, we went across the street uh, just the other day to a dance studio. We said, we want to come in here and, and just uh, hire out this studio, just the two of us by ourselves, yeah. and we just want to waltz. Yeah. And the, 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 the girl was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You can't use it now because of COVID. You know, just right. it's only for kids. But so we're using the the foyer. <laughs> All the way coming into our our place here. Whatever yeah. you have to do, but identify your desires. Whatever it is, <laughs> take dance lessons. Do it at home, and just start where you are, and just make a list of the dreams that you. And, and they can be just as varied. Oh my gosh, as the people who dreamed them. Mm-hmm. And this step might be just a little bit challenging for some people. And because some haven't allowed themselves to dream in such a long time. I mean, it can be challenging to get out of the confinement of consciousness. Absolutely. Just that mental uh, box that so many of us go from day to day experiencing because we just haven't allowed ourselves to dream in years and years and years. Well, and I love the word that you and I use in our daily conversations all the time where, you know, we'll say, gosh, I just don't have the bandwidth for that <laughs> right now, you know, I mean, because it's such a perfect word because you're, you do have a, sort of a mental imaginative capacity. And when that's being taken up with all these mundane day in, day out, repetitive things, there's, you don't have any room left. Right. So if this is you, spend some time meditating to become present. Go back and replay the beginning of this podcast and get rid of all of that noise and, and do some deep breathing and prepare yourself. Because, yes. look, not thinking about the future or the past, just become present. Mm. And then ask yourself, what is it that you really, truly desire? Without fear, without doubt, without worry. Without a sense of any limitation, if, it, if, if money was no object, if it didn't matter, if people in your life were of no concern, what is it that you would really desire? And give yourself permission to dream. By journaling to write the big idea of imagination, our vision, and meditating on it, the way forward reveals itself. And determining to be open to Endless possibilities, great things are accomplished. Now, there's a proverb which says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Yes. Where there is a big imaginative idea, the substance of the vision begins to grow inside. All the possibilities of purpose that cover any situation begins to come into the focus of thought. Having conscious awareness of purpose gives every creative creator something to look forward to, something to to remain gratefully patient for. 
But as long as vision is impaired, as long as there is a lack in imaginative ideas, which is another way of saying, I can't see it, someone will stay in the same place, even degradating themselves year after year, becoming less rather than more. When we create a journal, however, we are giving ourselves permission to dream. And it allows us to get crystal clear about what we want in life. Now, of course, we want to make sure that our dreams are lining up with the aptitude of our giftings and the things that excite us, you know, our genius of purpose. But if you're not sure, check out the... Check out the Purpose Workbook on our website because it's a fairly simple way to explore uh, your innermost desires. Or you could just ask yourself how you want next year to end. Imagine it's December 31st, 2021, and you're saying, this has been the most amazing year of my life. <laughs> now, what, what needs to happen for you to say that at the end of 2021? It's a great place to start. Yes. As a person continues to think that person will become. However it is that you think, that's how you will become and what you will become. Whatever you think about most and dream about most, that's what you will become. How do we want this coming year to look? Are you asking me? <laughs> Are you asking me? Or is this hypothetical? You know, because I do have a few, a, a few choice things to say about how I want 2021 to look for me and the rest of the planet. I bet you do. But yeah. That's good, though, because we imagine perfection for the collective, right? I have for an everybody. opinion. You, I know you do. But this is the conscious awareness of unconditional love for others that you're expressing. And we kinetically believe for the holistic change. For everyone, by first imagining our personal circumstances to change. Begin journaling your vision for 2021 while applying the thought disciplines required for kinetic belief to attract the life you desire. And begin this daily discipline, and I'm telling you, you'll make 2021 the most amazing year of your life. But to keep it in your thoughts and before your eyes, journaling has got to be part of the process. Yeah. It could be healing in your body. A new car, a promotion, travel, an increase in your salary, all of the above, starting a family. You'll most likely have, you've probably got a list already after you've spent some time meditating on your life's purpose, you'll definitely have one. But include your goals, both short and long term, and make sure that unconditional love for yourself and for others in your life is present in your desires which is going to further confirm and support the authenticity of your manifesting dreams. How the manifesting journal looks can be absolutely personalized to your taste. You may like to scribble pictures along, and I know you do. You're an artist, Meg, and you, you, <laughs> I wish I could draw like you. And, but you draw pictures, and you, do, you work on your descriptive writing, and you may even have a version that you carry everywhere with yourself. And, uh, or just take the one you're always working on. Make your kinetic belief law of attraction journal a way of life, and it will keep growing. It will continue to morph and to become something new and, and dynamic and different. And if you just wish for things, I'm telling you, it's just wishful thinking. Wishing for things does not produce, but imaginative hope, you see, 
that's kept alive through visual journaling. Don't be embarrassed or ashamed either when you start writing, and certainly don't think small. Pour out your desires on each page. I'm telling you, you may even surprise yourself. You know, I know just the thought of, of thinking big can can be daunting for a lot of people. Because, you know, as, as you begin writing, you know, they're thinking about what someone else in their life would think about what their desires are. And I really should say me. I'm them. <laughs> Hence the little key lock on the, the diary, right? <laughs> the padlock yeah. oh man well and and i think it isn't that funny though how we're 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 so prone to filter ourselves through the vision of others because that's what we're dealing with on a daily basis so you know you mentioned the genius of purpose workbook that's a big part of this process too getting to know yourself well enough to even accomplish these things yes and you know if you are worried really about what other people will think still go back and look up the one of the podcasts that we've done on validating yourself mm. Yes. And uh, listen to that again. Do you do you remember the server that we had in a restaurant? And we asked her this question to describe yourself from the greatest, highest place you could imagine. And, and she became so embarrassed and, and even laughed at the thought of being able to do that. Yeah, she almost lost con- control laughing. <laughs> like she oh, just hysterical. Just the notion. She had never taken a moment to yeah. consider her own dreams yeah. and aspirations. Hmm. So busy conforming to the ideas and thoughts and expectations of those around her. Well, and that's such a a wonderful thing to point out because it makes us aware then that, you know, hey, this is not necessarily all of our default settings to, you know, just think so great of ourselves and to imagine the highest form of self and the life that we're living. So this, you know, you've been using the word effort today. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to go beyond the default and, and instigate this in our own lives. Well, we are working on attracting the biggest idea and the next thing to do would be to assign a time frame to the big ideas of your imaginations. Mm. As you create your journal, don't just put down goals without a, attaching a time frame to them. Now, sometimes some, some things, depending on what it is, you may want to leave it and allow it to just manifest. Most things, I would say, put a time frame on it because if you name a specific day or a time, for example, for a vision, Um, And name it for an appointed time. Appoint a time for your dreams. Mm. For example, rather than just saying, I will lose 15 pounds. (laughs) Say, I will lose 15 pounds by January 15th. Mm. Something amazing begins to happen. Because that time frame. It's pressure. Starts attracting the wisdom for accomplishing a goal Mm. within that time frame. Yes. There's substance to wisdom. All the thought processes already exist, you see. So appoint a time for your dreams. And as you work on creating your journal, prepare to hear. Expect to hear intuitive unctions of wisdom. And it may come in the middle of the night, like so many of mine do. But expect it. Put pressure on that wisdom showing up in your life. And then when you set a goal, the first Thing the substance of knowledge is going to do is some fine-tuning in your life that's going to expedite your journey to your dreams. The thought forms of wisdom, it will give you exclusive insights into where to go and what to do. It becomes our guide for the journey that we're on. And you see, our encounters with others become serendipitous, just like yes. our own relationship started, Meg. Yeah. You will meet the right people, for example, at the right time. 
you'll have an unction to go down there to that corner. If, if that's the case, go down there. Yeah. Because there's somebody about to show up for you yes. at that corner. And when somebody walks up, start the conversation. There's mm-hmm. something there for you. Expect it. Whatever intuitive unctions of wisdom tell you to do, if your inner narrative aligns with your journal desires, do it. Just put motion and action to it. And then, then wait with patience and gratitude. Messages will come to you from your creator in the form of a vision. And then write to journal those messages and do it clearly enough to be able to read them at a glance. Make the decision that your words will come true. And you can trust what you are saying about your future. Now, it may seem like it's going to be taking a long time for some of these things, but I'm telling you, keep on waiting with gratitude and it will happen. I still think about the podcast that we did uh, well, it was recently where, where the focus was on waiting with gratitude. You know, that has to be one of the most powerful things that we can do just to stay in gratitude while, while we're patiently, you know, waiting for what we're believing for to manifest. Yeah, you know, keep your manifesting journal before your eyes. So important. Remember that 1% of people who become successful are those who keep their dreams and goals in plain view all the time. Mm, That's good. All the time. You may have heard the saying, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Well, keep the manifesting journal close for the idea of imaginations to stay in sight and for desires to remain in consciousness. Keep desires before your eyes. Use your journal every day. Write in it. Read it. Meditate over it. Review it. Add to it. Write in it. Read it. Meditate. Review it. Add to it. Open up for possibilities to reveal themselves and then put action toward your dreams to come to pass. How long do you do this? As long as it takes. Don't ever quit the action of your kinetic beliefs. While waiting, be sure that you keep your words in line with the big ideas of your imaginations. Don't speak against them. (laughs) Stop complaining about the way things may appear. And pursue the insights of your beliefs with every intention. Look, you can recreate a personal imagination for 2021 and attract your dreams to begin surrounding you. Begin today thinking of 2021 as the year of new visions and for manifesting power and great change to come into your life. So don't get stuck in this roundabout this coming year. Put the big idea of imaginations in front of you and go after them. Look, you can live your dreams, but remember we are limited only by what we think. Only by what we think. Pablo Picasso, he said, I am always doing things I can't do. That's how I get to do them. <laughs> I think I think he would have been fun to hang out with. That's who I would have interviewed. <laughs> There you go. There you go. (laughs) We got got to the answer. We got there. We got there. (laughs) Well, let's begin working with some highest viewpoint affirmations and put a wrap on attracting the biggest idea today. Are you Mm. ready to do this? Yes. Well, let's just say this out loud. Say, I am excited to get out of bed every day. I am excited to get out of bed every day. And imagine to create. And imagine to create. I imagine to dance. I imagine to dance. Love, sing, and play. Love, sing, and play. And I have adventures. I have adventures. My imagination. Imaginative creations. My imaginative creations are a gift to the world. They're a gift to the world. I would imagine. 
I would imagine that I am a creative being. That I'm a creative being. Expressing myself through my passions. Expressing myself through my passions is one of the ways I share love with others. It's one of the ways that I share love with others. My ideas and gifts are unique to me. My ideas and gifts are unique to me because I'm unique. Because I am unique. I came into this world. I came into this world to use my imagination. To use my imagination, which is my creative right. Which is my creative right. I create beauty with my words. I create beauty with my words and with my thoughts and with my thoughts which is a gift to me which is a gift to me and to the world and to the world i delight and inspire others i delight and inspire others through my creative imagination through my creative imaginations creative expression attracts joy creative expression attracts joy happiness happiness love love health health abundance abundance and peace to me and peace to me i'm becoming love i am becoming love i'm becoming happy i'm becoming happy i'm becoming joy and becoming joy all of this all of this because i'm creative because i am creative and i'm imaginative and i am imaginative and i'm attracting the biggest idea and i'm attracting the biggest idea that i could ever have that i could ever have into my life into my life for all to see for all to see including thee including thee <laughs> <laughs> and i was just thinking thinking we're all going to get this big idea and go i got the big idea I got the big idea. Oh gosh, yeah. I got the big idea. Now become it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's only wonderful. the beginning. It's only the, the, the most amazing way to live our lives, and that's becoming whatever we can hope for or dream yes. of, and allowing it unabashedly to become us. Yes. And if one thing is true for all of this, it's fun. It's thrilling. It's the adventure of a lifetime. It's fun. Yes. I like that. <laughs> if you do want to check out that Genius of Purpose workbook or the guided journal, digital, or uh, have it shipped to you, or any of our other great resources, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. And I'm so excited about all the KB creators all over the world attracting the biggest idea into their lives, sending out much love, peace, and joy to all of you. Yes. And thanks, as usual, Stephen, for all that wisdom. My pleasure. Bye.